Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. Monday to everybody out there. This is the Ticket Water Cooler here on 93.7 The Ticket. Lots to break down from a great weekend of sports action in the NFL playoffs primarily. I don't know if I would call Nebraska basketball great sports action. In fact, uh, maybe even just more frustration uh, with injuries piling up there. But we'll see what we can do there. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. And then uh, Sam McEwen had a really good article over the weekend uh, breaking down a lot of different things. So I want to shout out him and give uh, uh, give a rundown of kind of the stuff that he was talking there, um, partially about Nebraska's athletic department, the type of money they're making. Also uh, noted some uh, upcoming players in the NFL draft, uh, just some other things to get to. Uh, but I did want to open up, uh, Rico, with the playoffs. It was... Uh, uh, it was fun, and I, I think it, it was it was nice. It was almost refreshing in my mind to see Cam Taylor Britt out there makes the fun, the pick that I mean the game was already kind of closed. But Look at him, the final pick that uh, and, and got his first pick in his NFL career, and it just reminded me of a time. And, and maybe you're old enough to remember this. I don't know if everybody is that's listening out there when Nebraska had a bunch of players in the league. I mean, it, it, it I, like I seriously when I say this when I was watching, I was just like watching. Cam Taylor Britton. This is what I did when I was a kid. I'm an Arizona Cardinals fan, but uh-huh. more than that, when I was a kid, I was an NFL Huskers fan. I would, you know, because you could tune in just about every game and have players playing prominent roles. Yeah, and you're like, oh look, I know that guy. He played on. He played yeah, for Nebraska. Just I mean, Nebraska has three, uh, six players currently still in the playoffs. Yeah, they're actually pretty well represented in the playoffs. And but I don't mean to disrespect anybody when I say this. A lot of them aren't playing very prominent roles. Only one. Cam Taylor Britt <laughs> is is playing a, a pretty prominent role and and it's is developed well. And uh, you can't wait for the future to see him play out there. Uh, but two. again, it was a little bit. Dominic Sue's a starter, I believe. Is he the, a starter? For the Eagles. I believe he is. I think he had like four tackles this year. Well, he got there late. He did get there late. <laughs> they, they signed him late. <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, you've got Cam Taylor Burt. Stanley Morgan's a great special teams contributor for the Bengals. They, they love him. Um, Ndamukong and Sue for the Eagles plays uh, a decent amount. Jack um, Stoll plays there. Jack Stoll was in for a couple plays Cam here and there Jurgens. for the Eagles. Cam Jurgens does not get in because they have a they have an All Pro center already at at you know at center. Um, and then DiCaprio Boodle is also on the Chiefs roster. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That is that. Yeah. Is he is he on the active playoff? He roster? is. He is. Oh, good for him. Uh, I was gonna say. So Nebraska's actually represented all together. Of course, we mentioned the Bengals. 49ers, Don't forget Daniel Bullock's secondaries coach. Coach, not player, but uh, still uh, a lot to cheer for in Nebraska. And you know, Cowboys had you know Luke Gifford out there. I mean, there was so I mean it was uh, the, Nebraska's well represented. But again, 
it's just not what it used to be. I mean, you used to have, um, you know, Grant Wistrom and Amon Green. I mean, you know, I, t- I was talking about when I was growing up, just, you know, had, had like three starting kickers in the NFL. Yep. And, 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 and to be honest, the quarterback and wide receiver position um, didn't have a whole lot of representation. But, you know, Irving Fryer kind of phased out of the league. But everybody else, you know, every other position. Defensively and special teams, why Nebraska used to be very well represented. Oh, and running backs. Oh, running backs Linemen, as well. for sure. I mean, so it was – it just – it. I don't know. I don't know if anybody else kind of thought that. I, sometimes I, you know, I do. Um, in Nebraska, if you remember, like make yourself a little Bo sad. Pelini, well, it doesn't make me sad. It, like I said, it was refreshing. It was like, oh yeah, this is kind of brings me back to memories of like having a young, like prominent second a second round pick. Okay, yeah. maybe that's what it is. Just haven't had a second <laughs> round pick. Like there's been some good stories about guys fighting up roster spots and playing good special teams, mm-hmm. and but it, it's just nice to have like a. People like when nobody's surprised when they're like, oh, yeah, Cam Taylor Britt is starting and he's coming on. Well, it's because the expectation is there. Yeah. He's a second round pick. And then Cam Jurgens, you know, it's it's you know, he, he won't get the starting role this year, but next year he'll be the starting center for the Eagles for hopefully years to come. Like, yeah. that's And he's just being mentored by one of the one of the greats right now in Jason Kelsey. So, you know, those two they're they're you know, obviously Cam Jurgens isn't making his mark because he's not playing, but he, he will be making his mark next season as long as Jason Kelsey does retire, which I think he was talking about, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, if he will. That was kind of the uh, plan. Yeah, That's I mean, why if they win the, the if they win the Super Bowl, I'm sure he will. If they don't, maybe yeah. he'll be like, oh, unfinished business. I don't know. But then Cam Taylor Britt. I mean, he wasn't even supposed to be a starter. He was, and he was injured at the beginning of the season. And then you know they were they they also dealt with some injuries in the secondary when he got healthy, and they put him in, and he he's played so well. He's he's being very physical, um, tracking the ball while well, a lot of pass breakups, like you said, his first interception yesterday um, against the Bills. Uh, that he, he's playing so well right now on the defensive side that it's hard for them to take him out. So having him there and then having him represent Nebraska that well is, is like you said, it's really refreshing to finally, not finally, but to have a uh, a Husker playing in the playoffs representing Nebraska very well outside of Ndamukong Sue whenever he would do. Well, and of course, when you're on Husker Twitter, do you do anytime Joe Burrow gets a, uh, gets a playoff win, you get reminded that he, he could have came to Nebraska twice. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we know. Yeah, I we get know. it. It's, 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 it's as frustrating yeah. as his, his career keeps going on. But the other thing there, too, is the Bills just absolutely dominate or got dominated by the Bengals. Um, you could hear from the broadcasters, Duke, just kind of saying it all along. This is no fluke. It was out there in the cold. And I, I thought that was kind of funny with, you know, they're going to the Chiefs now. And so typically when you break things down throughout the radio week, you go, well, I don't know if they can handle the wet. Yeah. They just handled the weather. <laughs> and they played really well um but i i think it's kind of interesting just uh, from the outside as we look at joe burrow maybe it was because of the fear of a one and, and not a one and done but like a early success and can he replicate it and all that now he has is he is he jumping into that top two for you that, that's no. kind of the argument now is is because a lot of, a lot of this time it's been patrick mahomes josh allen then you kind of go back to your aaron Rodgers, and, and then eventually you get to burrow somewhere down the line but Man, is he good. Burrow's, Burrow's in my uh, – he's in my top three. I still got Patrick yeah. Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. I'll go, I'll go that way. Um, I don't care about the other quarterbacks. That's, we're just killing with those two yeah. right now. But, well, it's the uh, young Joe guys Burrow. in the league that are going to be around in the yeah. AFC, hope, you know, you'd think, for the next 10 years. Yeah, and if you have Justin Herbert in your top five, go seek help. He's not – no. I said it before the season started, and everybody's like, no, Justin Herbert's really good. I go, no, he yeah. hasn't done anything in the league. And now he still doesn't have a playoff win. And Trevor Lawrence, who's in his second year in the league with a brand-new head coach, has a playoff win, and Justin Herbert still does not. So yeah. take Justin Herbert out of your top five if you have him in your top five. Just just do yourself a favor. <laughs> um, but Joe Burrow, 
like you said, replicating last year. Um, again, not not sure if he's going to replicate it fully and get to the Super Bowl again. Um, they have a good chance with Patrick Mahomes going down with a high ankle sprain. He'll definitely play in the game more than likely, but don't know how good he's going to play. Uh, but the the Bengals and Joe Burrow just look fantastic. They they started the season a little little shaky when Joe Burrow was coming back from his. I don't know if it was surgery or just an injury that he had in the offseason. He was riding around in a cart during mm-hmm. practices, but started off the season shaky, and people were like, oh, yep, the 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 Bengals' window is closed. Maybe it was just a last-year thing, and, and slowly but surely they've gotten back into it. You know, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow connection, T. Higgins stepping into his own, uh, the defense for the Cincinnati Bengals stepping up as well. It's, it's really fun to see the rise of another team in the AFC that'll be able to push the Chiefs and the Bills if the Bills can figure out how to make it back to an AFC championship um, for years to come with those three young quarterbacks. Granted, Patrick Mahomes is the oldest of the three, but still, those three young quarterbacks, it's going to be really fun, and the AFC uh, is in good hands. It is. It is definitely kind of a changing of the guard, um, and and maybe it has been over the last couple years, but you you just kind of think of the future. It's going to be tough for any other team, you know, the AFC to rise or or at least, you know, compete uh, to get a quarterback in there. Uh, for that game, but that, that was, and then I guess Brock Purdy in the NFC. Yeah, right? Brock you know, Purdy is getting going now. Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts has the NFC on lock if the Eagles can keep this up. <laughs> he is, he looks fantastic. <laughs> yeah, and, and they did against the Giants. Obviously, thirty-eight to seven victory. Um, not much to break down there, other than that no. the, the Eagles broke down the Giants. Um, other than interesting, who, who gets to claim Jalen Hurts, Alabama or Oklahoma? Yeah, that's the big argument. I think you got to. I, I just you both, right? I always, but the the more that Jalen Hurts does well, the 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 crazier it is that Nick Saban benched him at halftime for Tua for Tua to come back and win that game. Yeah, and then had him benched all next season for Tua. Yeah, and then he goes to Oklahoma and does whatever he does and is now doing this in the NFL. It's just it's crazy. Like it is. It, that's that that's just a testament to the recruiting of Alabama and the development of Alabama is that they they had the confidence to bench a guy who is now probably going to go to a Super Bowl for another guy who won them a national championship like it's it's wild yeah it it, it really I mean uh, the, the stones to make that call was already incredible but uh, you know uh, the better hurts does and then to keep the it crazier that goes yeah <laughs> Uh, in the other game, 49ers and, and Cowboys, you mentioned that 49ers, of course, get the win 19-12 over the Cowboys. Uh, Brett Maher probably will not be a Cowboy next year. He got a, another kick, an extra point. Okay. Blocked. It was blocked. He didn't miss it. It was going to be missed. It was going to be. Didn't he miss kicked it. it in the guy's hand that was like on the other yeah, side of the line. He, but. but, but Hey, he, he didn't miss it. It got blocked. Yeah. So that's, that's what I'm going with. He didn't, he didn't miss an extra point. It was, it was swatted away at the last second. And it's getting, it's fascinating. He made two field goals it's though. definitely the yips. I know he did, he did get back in track, but it's definitely the yips because he had like a career year. Yeah. Like he, was he only really missed like, good. what, like three extra points or something all season or something like that. Yeah. And then he misses what four in a row. Like what? I don't even know what was going on. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. And I'm interested, too, just to see. He's like, he's worthy of <laughs> almost like two roster spots. If you fully don't trust um, Brett Maher to be your full time kicker, I you can, bring I can understand kicker. that. But if you want to hit a 60 plus yarder, like in league history, he's the he's, guy. He's got you. He's the guy. Well, so. the thing is, like, he missed the extra points, but he hit two field goals in the game. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he was. Part of the reason you were even so close with with Dak Prescott throwing two interceptions. Yeah, I wish Maher would have thrown his helmet and was just like throw the kick a field goal or something. <laughs> you know, it would have been fantastic. Uh, but 
he's part of the reason the game was even close was the fact that he was making field goals. He only missed one extra point. I think he made another one. I think the Cowboys scored a touchdown. Like I could be wrong. He only missed one extra. He point. only missed one extra point. <laughs> that, but that's the point. Is is you know one field goal was a little bit longer than an extra point. The other one was definitely longer than an extra point. And uh, he he kind of drilled both of them. Like it wasn't really close to being missed. He was kind of right down the middle. So it's very strange as to why he can't hit, you know, wherever. Because you get to decide if you want it in the middle, on one hash, on the other hash for the extra points. And for whatever reason, you know, his the more comfortable spot for him and he just can't make it. It's very weird, especially after last week where he missed it to the right, overcorrected, missed it to the left, and then just couldn't figure out where to go from there. I, I just think it's kind of funny too because I know how many how many people dislike the the Cowboys obviously and the Americas team and you kind of hate the arrogance. Mm-hmm. But I always find it kind of odd how, how people pile on the Cowboys like they had a pretty good season. I, I was th- telling this to be DP in the hole. It's like they're probably about the sixth best team in the NFL. You might have said that coming into the year. They finished about probably the sixth best team in the NFL. It, you know, that's right where they probably should have been. But it's the Cowboys, so we get to pile up on them, and everybody's you know. Throw, well, they've got a, su- away well, they got a supremely talented roster. Like, there's you should be, you know, outside of the Eagles' rise to you know prominence this season. Like the the Cowboys were looked at as one of the favorites in the NFC. Like they always always have a fantastic roster. They have all these great names on their roster, and it's like okay, this this every year, this is the year for the Cowboys, mm-hmm. and then they always find a way to to muck it up and and not get to the the Super Bowl. I don't know. I just, I just I don't, don't think I've ever seen the Cowboys in a Super Bowl. <laughs> you might not have. Mid nineties. I was born in ninety three. Well, remember the you Cowboys. You were alive. You were alive. Yeah, I was alive, but I don't remember ever seeing the Cowboys in a Super Bowl in my sports conscious life. Well, it's going to be interesting. Tony Pollard broke his leg in that game. He's going to be an unrestricted free agent. Zeke's mm. averaged less than four yards per carry, and then got beat up on the Zeke's final play. Zeke's the center now. Yeah. <laughs> That last drive was just pathetic. So that's where the Cowboys really deserve a lot of uh, a lot of critique there. Yeah, today, so their tight end, not uh, not the greatest look on <laughs> not, that last drive. No, no. At least he took probably some of the heat off Brett Maher. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk a little Nebraska basketball here in 93.7 The Ticket.